All right, well, so you know, this week's gone quickly for us. It's a short week. Um, I think the players done a good job, though, of, um, you know, moving past the Monday night game and, you know, getting on to the Browns. we still got a lot of work to do, but we're, I think we're gaining on it. So um, you know, I just think the more you watch Cleveland, the more you appreciate the, the talent, um, skill that they have that, at so many different positions. And uh, as I said before, it's a very explosive group. Um, that's very aggressive, and so those will be those will be big challenges for us Sunday. Um, we I didn't know if we were going to call on people. Yeah, sorry, you're good. Um, texting. More call for Yeah, <laughs> some text messages. Catching up on just a couple uh, transactions on Wednesday. Um, you guys were gonna go away from Eric Tomlinson. Josh Gordon was on the field, and then later that day, Josh ended up on IR. Eric came back. What would change that day just to change that? Yeah, well, there are a number of things going on. Um, in the end, we made the transactions that you know, felt best for the team. Josh expressed surprise that he was put on IR. Is that a conversation you have with him before it happens, or is that a conversation that goes to the agent and then to Josh? We're just following the rules. Do you intend to part ways with Josh uh, once he gets healthy? Uh, well, that's a conversation for later. He's not healthy right now, so. Raise your hand if you want to ask a question. Red mic. Two, two practices with Mohamed Sanu. Uh, I know it's two practices, but what, what have you seen from him? Um, you know, smart kid, picks things up well. Um, you know, we'll see what we can do here. You know, sometimes as it accumulates, you know, early downs, third down, red areas, situational stuff. We'll see what the, you know, what the load looks like. But um, he's made good progress both days, works hard, good kid. Um, was really, you know, in tune and... Um, you know, trying very hard to pick up things quickly and, you know, get on the same page as everybody else. Well, it's obviously a long way to go, a lot of work to do, but he's working hard at it. So, I appreciate that. Mark Daniels, can you confirm that the team is trading Michael Bennett to Dallas? Uh, yeah, there's some process going on there. I don't know exactly where it is. Dr. What went into the decision to Oh, there's a lot of factors. So, multiple, multiple uh, considerations on this. But uh, look, in the end, I, you know, I think Mike's a good player. Um, we brought him here. He helped our team. I think he would help us. But there were, you know, got, only got a certain number of. Certain things we got to work with and work around, and that's what we have to do. <clears throat> oh, did Michael request to be traded from the team? Yeah, I don't think that was ever part of the conversation. Does it ever factor in on a trade when you're going to when you're going to play a team later in that season? Is, is that is that have any weight whatsoever? I think in the end, we, you always try to do what's best for your team.
whatever that is. So. Hi, Chris. Thinking back to when you traded for Michael Bennett in March, like, do you have a vision for maybe like this is what I think our defense might look like or how we'll play, and then obviously that's going to evolve and change over time. Is that part of sort of the what, what's happened here? Yeah, I don't know. As I said, there's there's a lot of things. Would be a lot of considerations um, in this particular situation, so. That's what it is. So what, do you, what, do you, what do you see when you watch Mayfield? Obviously, is the numbers have regressed. He's not performing as he did last year. Um, is there things that jump out to you that he's not doing, or has he just been a victim of bad luck or a couple of bad games? Yeah, yeah. Talk to uh, you know Coach Kitchens and you know, Cleveland coaches about that. Uh, I don't really know what the assignments are and things like that, but you know, he's a talented player. He's athletic. Um, yeah, so the scramble that he had against uh, Seattle for a touchdown, he could certainly make all the throws. Um, he's a tough kid. I don't think there's any doubt about that. So you know, I see all those, and those are all dangerous qualities that we have to compete against. Henry McKenna? Seems like, and correct me if I'm wrong here, John Simon is sort of undersized for the job he's doing on the defense is that is that misguided or 250 pounds I don't know so how impressive is it that he can you know set the edge you, you praised him maybe recently about you know setting the edge on toss plays yeah, and... just, yeah, John's got good playing strength he's got good leverage um, I don't think playing strength's an issue I don't think it was an issue wherever he's been it was an issue at Houston I think it was an issue at Indianapolis I think it was an issue at Ohio State, so I'm not really sure where that's coming from. I think he plays strong. He always has played strong. It's one of his strengths. And his toughness, too. Uh, no question. He's a tough kid. No doubt about that. Those two are his strengths. And he's smart. Very smart. Very instinctive. So, just got some things going for him. I know around the league and not not just here, but everywhere you have to deal with moving parts, different guys coming on the roster and, and leaving. But when you look at the wide receiver group, particularly here this year, there's been a lot of guys coming in and out. How difficult has that been to deal with, not just for you guys as a coaching staff, but for the offense and how have they responded? Yeah, well, again, it's, as I said before, it would always be ideal to have everybody available all the time. and. Use the same people every week of the season. That's just not the way it is in the National Football League here or anywhere else. So you control what you can control, and what you can't control, you try to work around and find alternatives to do the best you can with it. Sometimes that's a different position. Sometimes it's at the same position. Sometimes it's not that much. Sometimes it's a lot. So, so the teams in the league that you know, it's like they're dealing with injuries. Just like we are, just like everybody else is, or something. There's always, you know, there are things to deal with besides injuries, but that's just, it's a National Football League. It's a long season, it's a tough game. Realistically, I think it's going to be the same people out there every single game all year long. Show me where that's happening, I just don't, I don't see a lot of it. Eric Kine, how's it been letting Justin Bethel through a couple of days, and was he surprised that he became available? Uh, 
Well, it, it was a surprise until, uh, you know, Urban got released. Then it wasn't a surprise at all. It's what we expected to happen. So, um, he's been good. He's great. Um, great kid, works hard, you know, has a passion for his job, uh, understands what it is, understands his role um, in terms of kicking game first. And he's embraced the um, positions we put him in. He's trying to. Uh, same with as Sanu, trying to get up to speed as quickly as he can to be ready to go on Sunday. And we'll see how all that comes together. With Slater and Bethel, I mean, can you think of a better combination of guys that have, in, let's say, the last seven years going back to Bethel coming in 2012? That niche of the game, that part of the game, special teams, two better guys? Um, yeah, um, they're both. Yeah, I mean, they're both good. I'd say John Jones is pretty good, too. You know, John has a big role for us on defense now. Um, but, you know, I'd say the first couple of years in the league, you know, I'd put John Jones in that conversation. Just to follow when when do you, in general, start thinking or talking with your staff and players about possible elements? Like, if it's going to be extreme wind or rain, like, how close do you like to get? to game before that even becomes a thought process for you? Probably depend on what you're talking about. As late as possible. You know, I mean, the giant game, it was supposed to be the monsoon and everything here, and, you know, like usual, there was not one drop of rain and, let's say, minimal wind. Um, although there was some wind, it was across the field, so it didn't really affect the game much. Uh, we went down to Miami. We thought it was going to be hot. We thought it was going to be hot when the game was scheduled. We thought it was going to be hot in training camp. We thought it was going to be hot the week before the game. We thought it was going to be hot the day of the game, and it was. So predicting heat in Miami in September or whatever it was, 15th or whenever we played them, you know, maybe even I could figure that out. Um, yeah, the rest of it, yeah, look, I've seen a forecast. but uh, This is the exact same forecast we have for the Giants. Not one drop of rain, so we'll see. I mean, I don't know. Sure, it's hard to sure it's hard to get it right, um, especially you know, in a specific location such as this. Like where it is ten miles from here and where it is here makes all the difference in the world to us. So that, that's you know, yeah, it's a world win. So we'll see. Post coaching career, perhaps dabble in some weather forecasting. We'll see what my options are after that. Okay. Um, does does Nikhil Harry's development play any role into into Josh's move to IR? Uh, well, I mean, look, something's. Gonna, I mean, we're not going to carry ten receivers on the team, so somebody, something's going to have to happen. I don't know what. Can't imagine we'd you know carry that many players in one position, so. I don't, you know, at some point numbers have to become a factor when they get high. It's the National Football League. This is in the college. Thank you, Kurt. Thanks, everyone. All right. Uh, we'll do a walkout again.